Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Natch 20 Review. I'm your executive producer here at Final Show Films, and Staku, also known as John. And with me today is Units, also known as Austin. Hello. Pookie, also known as Holly. Hello. And Otter, also known as Katie. Hi. And uh, this week we're talking about code names. Uh, code names is a 2015 uh, card deduction card deduction party game. Uh, two rival spy masters know the secret identities of 25 agents. Their teammates know the agents only by their code names. In code names, two teams compete to see who can make contact with all their agents first. Spy masters give one word clues that can point to multiple words on the board. Their teammates try to guess words of the right color while avoiding those that belong to the opposing team, and everyone wants to avoid the assassin. Code names. Win or lose, it's fun to figure out the clues. Uh, so, Codenames is a game uh, developed by one Vlada Shivat- Shivatil. I'm probably pronouncing the last name horribly incorrectly. Uh, published by Czech Games Edition. Um, it is, like I said earlier, it's a, it's a, it is a deduction-based party game with cards based around uh, two even-numbered teams, typically. Um, there, there are variant rules for, uh, for uh, non-even-numbered teams, but Typically, you want to have at least two or four or six, etc. Yeah. Um, You want to have an even number of people. Uh, Split into teams based along uh, either the red or blue colors. Uh, uh, Those are the two teams. Uh, You sit down, one person on your team is the spy master, and and he gives the others clues to try to guess where your spies are in a uh, five-by-five grid of clues. Uh, that's the entirety of the game. Oh, and your round is timed from the moment that you that you give a clue. That's the entirety of the game. Like mechanically speaking, it's a very simple. Uh, it's a very simple, quick party game. Uh, and I don't think there's is is there anything else I need to say before we go into our first opinions, our first uh, uh, first uh, impressions on this. I don't think so. No. No. Yeah, it's recommended rec- recommended two to eight players. Uh, commu- uh, best played with around. Uh, I've I found best played with six or eight. Um, so yeah, let's go into first impressions of the game, starting with Austin. Um, first impression is it's sort of your party game thing. It needs a lot of players to be good, but it can accommodate almost as many players as you want to. It's it's a people pleaser. About as basic as it gets. <laughs> uh, Holly, uh, it's definitely a um, a party game. Like it's meant for a bunch of people. Uh, it's. It's fun. It's pretty easy to pick up on. Um, it's more difficult if you are actually the person, you know, the whatever it's called, team leader. Yeah. But uh, it's it's fun. That's all I have right now. Okay. Uh, Katie? Uh, it's definitely, uh, as either said before, it's a good party game. I enjoyed it. Um, I could see... Uh, it's 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 one of those that de- definitely needs a lot of players, but not too many players because yeah, then things tend to get complicated. But um, yeah, definitely uh, definitely a worthwhile uh 
game to play with a lot of people. Um, so for me, I think I might be of the four of us. I think I might be the only one that played that has seen it played before we played. I, think I mean, so. I was in the room, but yeah, I, I, yeah. I think I think you were like in the room while I was watching a video of it, but I don't think you were. I don't know if you how much attention you were paying to the video. Yeah. Um. But but I, yeah. So it 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 when I first saw it, it definitely seemed like a very interesting uh, party game. Uh, the it, it's sort of a. It is an interesting variation on the classic party games of like Pictionary or or um, or um, charades or things like that. Where yeah, instead there's of there's a lot more of, to it than like the Milton Bradley stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of instead of instead of miming out or drawing out what you're trying to get your opponents to guess, you give them one word, a number, and then set a timer. And so. For the spy master, it's complicated in that you have to in that you have to come up with a accurate clue that'll get as many as many that'll that'll hit as many uh, words on the board as possible that are correct. And you also have to think along the same. You have to think about what lines your team is going to be thinking along when you give them the clue. But then once you actually give them the clue, there's not much you do. You just sort of turn it over and sit back and watch your team either succeed or fail the entire time realizing that the clue you gave was way more general than you thought it was, universally, every time. (laughs) And you think, oh, when it's my turn to become Spy Master, you know, I can do this. And then you become Spy Master and you're just like, oh, wow. Um, (laughs) It's a lot harder than it looks. That's what it is, Spy Master. Yeah, yeah. I uh, so, but I liked it. Yeah, no, I, I liked it too. Um, so let's go ahead and go into things that we like about the game, Austin. Uh, I love the broad appeal um, for being something that is a group party type game. It very much the the big necessity is that it has to be quick to learn, quick to play, and appeal to a lot of people, and it definitely does that. Um, I love games that this is a it's a lot less geeky of a game, I guess you could say, than most of the games we play. But it has no less appeal to me because of that, necessarily. Okay. So, I, I love that it's a game that literally everybody can enjoy. Yeah. Uh, Holly? Uh, I agree. It's a, it's a game everyone can enjoy. Um I love I love group games personally. I I love working as part of a team or arguing as part of a team. <laughs> um, I more find good. it more fun. So that's something that I really enjoy with this game. And I I like um, how this game kind of makes you think on your feet. You have to make sure that you pick the right word or you could hit the assassin or you could give another team the point. Mm-hmm. So I think those are the major things. Uh, Katie. Uh, I like that it was an easy game to pick up. Um, and because, you know, for, for, for somebody like me, you know, that, you know, I do appreciate a wide variety of board games, but it has, if I'm, 
if it's not easy for me to pick up, then I have less of an inclination to, you know, pick it up and play it. Um, and I like that, unlike other party games, this seemed to me to be more cerebral, I guess. Like, you know, I enjoy trying to find connections between uh, between things and between the words and what could, what it could, you know all the possible the clues could possibly be i like i'm a i'm i like being a puzzle solver like that um uh as as opposed to working with a team you know arguing with the team also works um i would say there's definitely a whole lot more are you know friendly is there such a thing as friendly arguing debating yeah austin that, i do it austin i do it every day but um uh, that because that that's kind of what the vibe was because it was never I never got like a very hostile vibe like you know for team against team there everybody was just kind of like like oh man you know that's a you know that's a tough one oh I I really feel for you guys you know it was there was never like it was never cutthroat it was enjoyable even if you weren't you know um even if you weren't on the team whose whose turn it was everybody could kind of appreciate the thought process of everybody else's work. So it is good camaraderie. Um, I think my favorite thing about this game is the timer. Uh, So there's a, there's a, there's a hitch with a lot of party games like this, where they can go when, when you're, when you're guessing, there's a tendency for a lot of games to, you just keep guessing and keep guessing and keep guessing until you until you're like you've spent thirty thirty to fifty minutes uh, running through a gamut of guessing until somebody says okay okay here's our decisions. Um, with this game, because there is a, a sort of like a minute timer, little sand glass thing, um, it not only does it force you to think quickly and go through your options quickly, it also, when that sand runs out, you either answer or, or you pass. Um, it, it forces the team to not to not slack off and to not just sort of sit back and take their time thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's sort of a, that kind of a mechanic that keeps the game moving is something that a lot of party games desperately need but do not implement. I didn't um, think about that, but you're right. Yeah, because and and like there is a there there is there's a tendency to not there's the tendency when you first see a, an hourglass to say oh we don't need to play with that, but I think this is definitely a game where yes you need to play with that hourglass right you need to have it turned on because otherwise the turns can go way long. Is that was it optional in the instructions? Did we look? No, at the it's, it's not. It's not optional in the instructions, but you know, people people always you know ign- unless they're playing for review like we do, people often will house rule their own stuff in relation to things they find inconvenient. I used to not use the timer as a kid because I had high anxiety with the timer, but yeah. I'm I'm not that way anymore. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so I, I I definitely I think the timer is probably my favorite thing about this game. Um. Let's talk about things we don't like, Austin. Um, it is a party game, and that comes with sort of a set of flaws. There's not a lot of depth to this game. It's as simple as it sounds, and as fun as it can be to, you know, there's, there's I'm not saying there's not a lot of thinking, because there's a lot of thinking and word connection and that sort of thing, but there's no 
real high-end strategy. It's it's a, a base. This is the game. Period. Um, and so yeah, there's it, not a way to go deep on it. And sometimes it's exactly what you get on the box. Yeah. Sometimes you get nailed with a really bad configuration where it's like <laughs> these words have straight nothing to do with each other. And sometimes you're like, oh, well, all four of these words are literally states or countries or cities. And I just go, geography. And it just falls into your lap. So there's a luck factor. And um, the other thing is, this is a more mild point, but when it's the other team's turn, there's not a lot to do. It's definitely a... Each team is playing at the time each team is playing. It's not one of those group games where everybody's playing at once. Yeah, and 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 to to my previous point, that that's another reason why having a timer is a good thing. Cause yes, a short timer is a good thing. A, a very short timer. I believe it is only a minute. Like I, I think it is just a minute timer. Um, uh, right. I don't know because uh, it's one of the box timers, and not one of my many sand timers. <laughs> that I have labeled at what time they go. Uh, Alright, uh, Holly. So, the Spymaster can, um, they can choose how many of the words that they connect. And I like that, but I also feel like the further you go in this game, the more difficult it should get. And I wish that you were able to, like, the spy master had to connect, like, four words. Like, you have to connect more words the higher up you go. So I can, I can, I can understand the desire to make it, like, sort of challenging later on. The only problem with that is, like, you, you're running out of words. That, it, it, that's actively contradictory to the, to the purpose of the game. Well, you could add you could add words later on. I I feel like there should be different levels to the game. Yeah, like I I I, I can understand that. Like the because I feel like everything was just it. one note. It, it was just we played a bunch of rounds and it was fun, but it was like the same thing over and over and over. And I feel like it should get more difficult as you go. Yeah, but harking back to what Austin said about there's a lack of depth in this game. Yes. Yep. All right. Uh, Katie? Uh, you said did not like. Um, honestly, and this was because I was, it, it, it kind of felt that the team aspect of it kind of felt like being back in elementary school when you knew that you were going, you know, because the, they always like picked captives for capture the flag or dodgeball or kickball or whatever, you know, whatever games you used to be able to play and can't play anymore. Um, They, you know, you knew that you were going to be the last pick for the team because you had no discernible skills whatsoever to whoever was picking the teams. And I wish there was a more uniform, not... mm, I'm trying to think of how to explain it. I wish there was a more clear-cut way in the directions as to choosing teams rather than, like, you know, 
you know, here are the team captains and they can choose their own teams. You know, like, you know, we tried to, we tried to mix it up to, to some degree, but I think it would be, you know, fun, more fun if it wasn't just like, if it was, I don't know if you had people like draw, you know, if there were like cards in the box that like, you know, in matching, you know, everybody that drew matching pairs was on a team or, you know, even odd numbers or something, you know, some, something built within the game to choose teams so that it's more random and not just, okay, this side of the sofa is going to be on this team and this side of the sofa is going to be on that team. I don't know. Yeah, there, there is no, there's no, in, there is no method in the rules for picking a team. It just says, pick your teams. Yeah, so. that, 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 that's really my only complaint, and only you know because again, apparently, I still have some issues held over from elementary school. But, um, but it, um, I would think I would like to see as part of it because some games, like you know, they'd say like. Um, in that game we played last week, uh, Sky Captains, it said, you know, who the fir- person who goes first is the person who most recently, you know, drank rum. You know, so, like, I, and I thought that's clever. That's it's something that's related to the game that, you know, tells you how to pick who goes first. And I think, you know, there should be some kind of odd rule, you know, to pick teams for this game instead of just leaving it up to people. Because people will naturally gravitate towards certain certain groups, which is just what people do. So that's my complaint. All right. Um, for me, I definitely think there is no. Uh, it, it has the same issues that, like, like like Austin was saying earlier, the issues of being a party game, wherein randomness can just screw you. Um, I'm thinking, like, I had Temple Table, uh, Temple Table, and New York in New York to connect at one point mm-hmm. in time. Um, and and while I'm sure somebody listening might be able to come up with a clue that connects all three of those very easily, I could not. Um, and and so it, it becomes a, a kind of a tricky thing at, at certain points. Um, and yeah, there there is it is very sort of a one note game. The, the 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 game is guess a you know give a give a give a word and a number clue and then sit back and let your people uh, guess. Um, it's very much very very much sort of one note as like, as far as games go. It's a very good note. Like it's not a it's it, being one note isn't necessarily a bad thing, but in this case, I would like it if there was something more to do. Also, again, this could be very this could very easily be charades or pictionary. Like uh, the, the the fact that it's called Code Names is sort of the impl- and, and the, the spy match sort of implies that you it's a spy game, but. This is one another one of those games where you could take the fact that it's a spy game completely out of it, and it would still play functionally the same. Um, you're not just the fact that you're the fact that you're finding agents when you when you when you figure out what the clues are is incidental to the actual mechanics of the game, which is uh, guessing which one of these words on the table matches the clue and the number. Like that. That's. 
the 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 flavor of the the flavor of the game does not mean anything to the mechanics. It definitely felt like someone was like, "I have an idea for a cool game." They made the game, and they're like, "Oh, we need a name." Uh, hey, spies. I don't. Um, mm-hmm. it it's, it actually makes me think of like like. I think a game that a game style that is similar to this that would have been more that would have more benefited from a spy thing is something like Guess Who, like where you're actually describing what people look like and 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 making guesses based off of that. But in this case, it's just the flavor is fun, but it's not essential to the game. Yeah. Right. Um. We can talk about uh, materials real quick. It's a bunch of cards. <laughs> like, uh, so the, the, the game comes with, let me see, uh, where is my material? It's a ton list? of cards, and then some cardboard chits, and then a timer. Um, the little, the little squares that have the... Um, Here we go. Uh, so there are 16 agent cards in two colors, uh, red and blue. One of which, and then, on, and then on top of that, one double agent card because whoever goes first has nine agents they have to recruit, and the second player has eight agents they have to recruit. Um, seven innocent bystander civilian cards, uh, one assassin card, forty key cards, which are these uh, the, the the grid that the spy masters look at in order to determine where the agents go. Uh, one rulebook, which is a complete rulebook, by the way. Even though on the website uh, this game has a video documenting how to play, the rulebook does not reference it, uh, which is just how you write a rulebook. Um, a stand for the a stand for the key card, uh, one sand timer, and two hundred cards with four hundred code names because each code name card has a name on, on both sides. So a lot of potential for randomness in the realm of the key in the realm of the forty keys and four hundred code names. Um, yeah, you're almost never going to play the same game twice. Yeah, you yeah you 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 are. Pretty guaranteed to never play the same game twice, um, and the uh, the cardboard uh, agent cards are fairly good quality cardboard. They're they, they're very satisfying to pick up and put down. Um, the the uh, code name cards are just sort of standard playing cards, uh, and then the hour the the minute glass is a minute glass. So I do not much to it. So I do like on the on the code name cards that they have they have the word written both ways so that the the co- the spy master can read it one way and the team can read it the uh, from the opposite side of the table and they can read the same word. Yeah. Uh, you, like you can the, the 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 words are presented in both directions, so you can always read the the code names. Um, so, out of curiosity, what would you guys pay for this game? Um, probably. I know it's. I know. I know it's not twenty dollars. I'm gonna guess it's a thirty dollars game. I would prefer to pay twenty five for it. Yeah, I'd go no higher than twenty five. Uh, twenty. Uh, it is suggested retail pli- price nineteen ninety five. Well, oh. oh no, it's exactly what I wanted it to be, but didn't and, expect it to be. And it, if you go on Amazon, it's fifteen dollars. 
Yeah, you can get it. You can get it. Actually, you can get it for ten bucks on Amazon. Um, uh, yeah, so it's actually very reasonably, very reasonably priced. I think twenty dollars is probably exactly where this game uh, should be. Um, and the fact that you can get it for cheaper than that is just a bonus. Which sounds, you know, right for a party game. You know, yeah. Because there are people that don't play strategy games that would, you know, are not going to spend thirty, forty dollars on a on a game, but they'll spend twenty dollars on a game for a party. All right, so uh, that's been code names. It was a you know really quick, really quick uh, review, but I mean it's a fifteen minute game, so it's not not much there to review. Uh, so let's go ahead and go into our final opinions and review scores, starting with Austin. Um. This game's pretty firmly in C territory because it's a fun game that has absolutely nothing memorable about it. Um, if it had any more complexity, I'd give it a C plus. But I, we played it, and I'm like, okay, I experienced that, and I'm—I mean, I'll play it again if people are playing it. But I have no desire to try to play it again. It's a, it's a fun game. It's not an addicting game. Yeah, so um, C, but you can make an argument for C+. Holly? I really enjoyed this game. I do wish that there was a little more to it, but I would love to play this again. And I think it's a really fun party game, so I'm going to go with a B plus. Okay. Uh, Katie? I am going to go with Holly, even though there's not a lot of depth to this game i really really enjoyed playing it and for what it was you know it's it was fun i would definitely play it again i would seek out to play it again um i like you know it's different than you know than charades or pictionary or the traditional games and so i like that it's something something new and something different um aside from the traditional uh, quote-unquote party game. So I am going to go also with AB+. So for me, I have to slightly adjust my goalposts here. Uh, because it uh, on, on its surface, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fairly... Uh, fairly small and, and simple... Uh, game party game that doesn't do a lot to be memorable um, and doesn't really utilize the flavor of what it what it has available to it very well but when stacked against other party games of similar types I would rather play code names than most other party games. Mm-hmm. Not all. There are certain like like I'd ra- I, I like if it was stacked up against Red Dragon Inn, I'd probably play, I'd probably pick Red Dragon Inn. But like if it's stacked up against all your typical Hasbro party games or all your 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 classic party games, I would probably pick code names over most of them. Um, just because it's quick, it's fun, it can be funny, it's it, it it's simple, it's also easy to clean up. Um, which is something that you know a lot of other games don't necessarily like. With with Pictionary, you have a fucking easel. Uh, so uh, depending on the version of Pictionary you're using, um, so uh, it like it's just it's while while by itself it's not necessarily too memorable when compared against Pictionary or or 
charades or any of the other classic typical party games, I find myself preferring this to those. And so based on that, I have to give it a B minus. Uh, like 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 if if I were to put those other games at C as standard serviceable functional but bland, this is this this has just enough of an edge over those other party games that I wouldn't rather play to make it a B minus. Um so yeah, that that's what I'm going to go with. Right? And that was code names, everybody. Um, I, I'm going to check, but I think this one might be in the running for quickest review, uh, which is, which is fun for me at least. Uh, so yeah, we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out on our website at finalshowfilms.com. You can check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. If you like what we do and you want to support us in doing more stuff, you can throw a call box our way that way. Thank you, especially to our $25 tier supporters, Chris Comfort and Sonic, without whom we wouldn't be able to do quite as much of the stuff that we do. Uh, we're currently at $100 a month on our Patreon page, uh, which is getting us our separate, separated out podcast feeds. Um... Uh, our next goal is $500 a month, which is going to be paying for our secondary audio editor to be working on your dime completely. So if you like Jack, uh, uh, who, whom you can listen to on our other podcasts, throw a couple of bucks our way that way. Or come watch us on Twitch when we stream uh, and throw bits our way because we are Twitch affiliates on twitch.tv slash sinstaku. Um, I'd also like to just give a shout-out to 411mania.com. Uh, 411mania.com is a geek culture website that does articles and information based on wrestling, MMA, uh, music, entertainment, movies, and uh, gaming, including all of our Final Show Film stuff. So we appreciate them. We appreciate all of you, and we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Adios. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>